papa, papa, we appreciate you the prince of peace we cherish you the i am that i am the leader of valley the ancient of race we recognize your presence in our life we appreciate for the third day in the month of february 2016 lord may your name alone be glorified in the mighty name of jesus you are too good you are too wonderful we exalt your holy name on earth lord jesus we come this evening to learn at your feet your great teacher father we pray you come and teach us from above in the mighty name of jesus both speak of your word and the herald of your word, Lord Jesus. Explain and give us divine interpretation of your word unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. For those that are still coming on their way, Lord Jesus, I pray that you cook them and bring them here safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we appreciate you. We bless you. May your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. We appreciate the name of the living God for making us to be among the living soul, to be in the third month, the third day in the second month of 2016. It says it's doing and it's so marvelous in our sight. We reference the only name online. We appreciate also for making it possible for us to finish the prayer and fasting 
that ended day before yesterday. We appreciate God for the shower of blessing that He has showered upon every one of us. And I pray that blessing shall be punished in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. We are in our midweek Bible study. The topic is fear not. You are valuable. There are many sparrows. Our text shall be found in the book of Matthew, chapter 10, from 27 to 31. Matthew 10, 27 to 31. If you are with your Bible, please open along with us to the book of Matthew 10, 27 to 31. Are we all there? Let's begin to read. One, two, three, go. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light, and what ye hear in the air, that preach ye upon the altar, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell, and not whose sparrows sold for a farthing. And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the very ears of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Introduction. Man is something really special. He is made in the image of God. He is made to have fellowship with God. Some people get the idea that God made man, so he has someone to dominate. God is not a dominator. He cares, he loves, protects, guides, sustains, provides, delivers all he has created. There's no exception that this God we are talking about does not create or cannot even have the authority over. Then what is fear? Fear is natural feeling or alarm caused by expectation or imminent danger, pain or disaster. For instance, if we just had bow and there's a blackout, what will happen? Fear creeps in. But no one knows what is happening outside. We just heard that sound. Bam! And the light goes out. That fear comes in immediately. Because no one knows what must have happened. So fear is a natural feeling or alarm caused by expectation or imminent danger, pain, and, I mean, all disaster. When we are talking about that fear, how can we live a free from that fear? How can we be delivered from that fear? 
How can man be at peace from that fear? How can we ignore that fear as if it is not happening? Let's turn to the book of Psalm 91. Psalm 91. And let's read 1, 2, 3. Are we all in Psalm 91? Let's read. In the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Psalm 91, 1-3 tells us that if we dwell in the sacred place of the Most High, obviously, you are under the shadow of the Almighty Father. You now live in a continual union with God. Keeping, sorry please, that's a typographical error. It should be keeping his word. Can't see that L? Keeping his word. Not world. Under number one, how can I live free from fear? So change it. Cancel that L and let it remain his word. Keeping his word is in Joshua 1 8 and not Joshua 1 28. They're obeying his voice. Those who abide in the Lord can live without dread. Or without what the devil will do. When you are in the Lord, nothing can make you to be afraid. Nothing can bother you. Because what? Because you are in the Lord. And you are seated under the shadow of the Almighty Father. Have you all changed that portion? It should be Joshua 1 8 and not Joshua 1 28. Joshua 1 8. Then that word is not word, it's W O R D. Word, not world. Those who abide in the Lord can live without dread or without what the devil will do. Devil is going up and down. Looking for who is going to devour. But once you are in the Lord and you are seated under the canopy of the living God. No evil, no any earth of evil can befall you. What is a sparrow? A sparrow is a small brown and gray bird. Sparrow belongs to the class of small birds, looking completely insignificant to man, but amazingly significant to God. When we are talking of sunfly, that tiny, tiny ants, is it visible? If it is visible, when it bites, would you not feel the impact? Obviously, you feel the impact. If some flies bites, I mean bites, you will feel the impact. No, I know. And that very portion will swell up. And this part of the thing we are talking about is so insignificant to man. But with God, God knows that sparrow 
is one of the creation that God has created. And in as much that God can even reckon with Pharaoh, then who else can God not reckon with? Who else can God not show cares or concern for? Pharaoh is so tiny. And imagine God giving recognition to Sparrow, which means he cares for you. He cares for me. He protects you. He protects me. Why do you worry? You don't need to worry. This year is our year of divine increase. When you worry less, you look unto him, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Obviously, whatever you want from God, God will do it for you. More than what you would expected. Because he cares for that little sparrow. At times, anytime I sit down and I recollect about the case of Elijah, when he ran away from the Jezebel, the wife of King Ahab, he sat under that tree. He was telling God, it is time for you to take my life. Am I not better than my forefathers? I am not much better than my forefathers. Take me and let me go. I know what happened. Because of the famine in the land, God sent a raven. That's another bird. The mass is just like this. At times when I sit down, I think about this. And I imagine the mystery of God. He provided for Elijah. The Bible called that he brought food for Elijah. For how long would that raven go up and down and bring food to the man of God? And that food will make that man to be full. How many times do you think that bird will go? That's a mystery. A bird becomes an angel. Because I cannot just imagine for a tiny bird going one I'm sure she'll be more than one million times. Then, how many times with that food, the quantity of that food, will be okay for him, Prophet Elijah? Anytime I get to that first King 17, and I think about this issue, it baffles me that this God cares a lot. A raven is also in the category of this sparrow we are talking about. I think it's the one they call Eje Iwo in Yoruba. How many food will he, will he, he himself will take and his tummy will be full? Talk less of bringing food for Prophet Elijah. It baffles me. And that is to say, you need to worry less. You don't need to bother yourself. If you can pray, honor him, bless him. Read your Bible and have faith in him that whatever he says we do, we do it. Forget. God will definitely increase you in all ramification. He has been providing for all these small, small, tiny things that is so insignificant to us. Then imagine we that God has made us to, be, to have dominion over all these ones. Can God be concerned with tiny creatures? Of course, yes. Another person that is so, that is also a mystery to me, 
his aunt. The Bible said, you sluggard. Go and meet the aunt and see what they are doing. In rainy season, it don't dry season, ants will gather their food and keep. When the time comes, when they cannot be able to gather for any food, what they've already stored is what they've now fall back to and be eating. Is it not a mystery? It's very, very surprising. When God has given such wisdom to these tiny ones, what can he not do to us? What can he not do to us? No matter the situation, God is more than able. God is more than able. Don't look at the circumstances that surround you, but look unto him. He's the author and finisher of your faith. I perfect everything that concerns us in the mighty name of Jesus. God is more than able. This time that we have an economic meltdown, people will be thinking, every look at cranny, no money, no money, no money. You don't need to worry. Philippians 4.19 is for no, it's not for sparrow. It's for we, that the children of the most high God. He says it's going to surprise us. He will give it to us according to his riches, not according to man's riches. According to his riches, he will surprise us. You don't need to worry. What he has been providing for this sparrow, for these significant things, he can also provide for us. He's a great provider. He provides for those ones that are his. Once you have God, obviously, you need to think less. You don't need to bother yourself because he's going to do what he says we do. Can God be concerned with tiny creatures? Yes. God who cares for the mega also cares for the mini. The God who cares for ants will certainly care for man. Who is the crown of his creation? Two sparrows are sold for one farthing, and five for two farthings. Then, how can I be more valuable than the sparrow? The Bible said we are more valuable than the sparrow. Imagine sparrow, imagine man. Saying, comparing us with sparrow. Is there any basis for comparison? Let me ask. This is Bible study. It's not a message. Is there any reason you can compare? Is there any comparison? Any basis for any comparison between sparrow and man? I need an answer. Is there any basis for any comparison to compare sparrow and man? Sister, come here. Sorry? There's nothing he created they cannot care for. Then why worry? He said every hair of our head, they're what? They're numbered. 
Can somebody stand up in the whole world and say, the half of my head is not so, so, so number? Is it possible? Is it possible? Then why troubling yourself? Why am I troubling myself of what to eat, of what to wear? Matthew 63 says, seek first what? The kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all other things shall be do, shall do what? Shall be added unto you. You don't need to worry. You don't need to bother ourselves. I pray we shall never labor in vain, Jesus' name. You need to worry less. Commit your ways unto his able hand. He will do it for you. Open up to him. He's your father. He cares for you. He provides. He's a great provider, a great protector, a great deliverer. There's nothing he cannot do. See Sparrow. Spirit raving. He still cares. He cares for those ones. Then why me? Why you? How can I be more valuable than this Sparrow? Let's open to the book of Genesis 1, 27 to 28. Genesis 1, 27 to 28. Are we there? Let's take it. So God created man in his own image. The image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the head, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. When he say we should subdue, we should have dominion. Has he ever said such to any other person that he has created? Eh? Let them imagine his faith. Has he ever said that word to any other person that he created? I can't tell you. It's a Bible study. I can't hear you. No. Then who did you say that one to? I'm still with you. Then why? And do what? Are you hearing him at the back? Please stand up. Let them hear you at the back. Uh -huh. Okay. Brajambul. Not that she did not get it. But I want her to speak out. Others have just spoken, they spoke out. So, she's my lady evangelist, so she needs to begin to practicalize what she's going to do. <laughs> so that's why I called her, that she should answer me specifically the way she ought to have answered. He never said that to any other person, but to man. Then why are we worrying? Why? He said we are going to dominate. We are going to multiply. We are going to be fruitful. God that said this, not man. Man can disappoint. How 
realm of flesh can fail. But whatever he says, it's not man that lies. He said, whatever he says, it will definitely come to pass. Nothing that he says that will not come to pass. It not ever return back to him, void. Until he accomplishes what he asks him to do, that thing to do. Then, believe in the name of the Lord Jesus. 1 John 5.13. If you are there, please read it. 1 John 5.13. We started very late and we still need to pray. So if you are there, 1 John 5.13. If you get it, please read it. That's why you are so valuable than the sparrow. Can the sparrow believe in the name Jesus in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ? No way. It's only man that will stand on the judgment day. And you need to believe the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God. When you have that belief, obviously, you get eternal life. But a situation where you don't believe, it will be somehow impossible. Then, this tells you that you are more valuable than the sparrow. Have genuine repentance and be born again. Without genuine repentance, there's no way you can be born again. When you have that genuine repentance, you'll be born again. And that's why God said King David is the man after his heart. But anytime he sins, he will never, never go back to sin again. If you apologize. And once you apologize to the Lord of Lords, he never go back to that sin again. And that's why he's the man after God's heart. Then believe in his precious blood. First Peter 1, 18 to 19. First Peter 1, 18 to 19. If you are there, please read it. No matter what, no matter either tradition or not tradition, either the blood of the lamp, but the only blood that can avail for us is what? Is the blood of Jesus Christ. And when you believe in that blood of Jesus Christ, there's nothing you need that God will not do for you. And that's one which makes you to be more valuable than the sparrow. What can devalue me? What can deliver me? One is sin. Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. If you are there, please read it. What can make me not to be valuable?
to 19. A first witness. How can we sow this corn among brethren? How can we sow this corn among brethren? I can call on anybody. It says Bible study. It's summer. How can we sow this corn among brethren? How can we sow this corn? What is this corn? How can we sow this cord among brethren? Sister Bolaja, how can we sow this cord among brethren? We can't hear you. Sorry? Are you hearing her? Uh, oh, I just said yes, yes. Uh, or to the yes. I'm not hearing you. On the mouth, I can't hear you. What, what did she say? I'm very scared. I cannot hear you. <laughs> Maybe when you are keeping uh, each, other, each other's in mind, again, you are having gotches against each other. What's the question, man? Discord. To source this cause, when we gossip among ourselves, we source gossip. Ephesians 6, 16 to 19. 
Ephesians 6, 16 to 19. If you are there, please read it. Ephesians 6, 16 to 19. Ephesians 6, 16 to 19. There's a portion there when they say, when you, as when you sin, you should not allow the sun. Maybe it should be Ephesians 1, 4. It was only and only. Ephesians. Let's turn to the book of Ephesians. Well, anger, I want to talk about sin. Ephesians 6. It should be Ephesians either 4, 16. Or more. But before then, I find it later. Anger is not a sin. It is a trait or character, but anger becomes sin when you allow the flesh and not forward. Eshema. Uh Eshema. -huh. It's Ephesians 4. Forward, 26. Please change it. I gave it to the fellow that did this and I went out. I was just now coming back. Because I knew it should be Ephesians 4 and not 6. It is natural for us to be angry. It is natural. But the Bible is saying that you should not allow the sun to go down without anger in you. When it does so, it becomes another thing. And what is anger? It's an emotion to tell someone how you feel, to react to what somebody has done to you. But when you, re when you react, be mindful the way you react. Because if you react irrationally, it can create another thing. And that's the Bible says, when you are angry, let the Holy Spirit set in. Immediately, when that anger comes, just settle it and pray to God that God, this anger, help me to subdue it. 
Because anger leads to aggression. And aggression leads to anything. So when you are angry, be very, very careful. Be very, very, very careful. But if care is not taken, someone can regret such acts. So follow what the Bible says. If you have been angry, this can devalue you. God might not care for you. And it is this anger that did not allow Moses to get what? To get to the promised land. So when you are angry, try to minimize it. And allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you so as to pipe you down. Then pride. See King Nebuchadnezzar. After Daniel has given the interpretation of his dream, he now went to the top of his roof and he looked at everything in Babylon and said, ah, with my power, I've done this. With my power, I am what I am. What happened to him? Immediately, he became what? An animal. For seven good years. Do you know what baffles me about this king's issue? For that seven years, nobody was allowed to sit on his throne. Nobody was allowed to sit on his throne. But after seven years, he came back and man his throne. And now said, this God is what? Is God. He gave recognition to God. For good seven years, he became an animal. Because of his pride. Some people are so full of themselves. As if the bread they have is meant for them. And when you know the bread collected from them, what will they be? They'll be useless. So it should not allow pride to set in. This can devalue us. Then disobedience. Saul disobeyed. He disobeyed prophet Samuel. And for that disobedience, he was the throne. He was the first king in Israel. But because of his disobedience, he was, the, he was the throne. I pray all this will never stand against us on the judgment day in the mighty name of Jesus. Then conclusion. Do you know that the sun in size is millions times the size of the earth? Yet, there are stars bigger than sun. Way the largest mammal in the sea is bigger than elephants, the largest terrestrial animal. Even the hairs of our head as innumerable as they are numbered of God. I said initially, all our hair is being numbered, and God knows it. Can anybody beat this our church as I know the number of my hair? Is it possible? Answer, is it possible? Eh? The great prophet can know it. Abi? Baba Deboe can know it. The sorcerers can know it. Who can know it? Eh? It's only God. So when you know that it is only God that knows the health ahead, then why are you troubling yourself? 
why can't you just leave everything unto him and let him take good care of you? I pray the grace for us to succumb to his authority. Father, we grant it unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. You are God's and the children of the Most High. Psalm 82, verse 6. Fear God and obey his commands, for this is everyone's duty. You just have to fear God. You just have to obey his command. When you fear God, there's no impossibility that can never become possible. When you fear God, there's no mountain you cannot level. When you fear God, there's no valley you cannot fill up. With this time around in this country, thinkless, worryless, stress-free, he cares for you. And what he says he will do, he will do it. Don't ever think of Kosovo, Kosovo, Kosovo. We are going to live in abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. Either Satan likes it or not. I was discussing with someone at school today that if God, if not for the grace of God upon this nation, others countries never experienced what Nigeria are experiencing. But yet, that singer, that uh, singer, fellas sang, suffering and uh, smiling and suffering, smiling and suffering, suffering and smiling, and weren't yet in that period. And he sang that song. And so what is happening? But we that are the children of the most ego, we never suffer in the mighty name of Jesus. He created us for a purpose. And that purpose must be established. He surprised all our needs. According to his riches, there's nothing that you ask of him that you not do. Even though he tarries, but he's only waiting for his own time to come. That's going to surprise you. And Jehovah Jireh will meet all your needs in the mighty name of Jesus. This cell of divine increase will never go, in your, go out in your life unnoticed. It will increase your greatness and comfort us all on every side. It will comfort us. Please, think less. Worry less. Be stress-free. You are not adding, you are not getting anything when you begin to worry. He cares for that sparrow. Sparrow that is so insignificant to man. Then we, as he said, we should have dominion. We should be, be subdued. Obviously, what I says is going to do, we do it. I pray God will help us and see us through in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's take this prayer point. Oh Lord, you made me so valuable to extent that I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I ask that I will never devalue myself by fear of men in Jesus' name. Oh Lord, you made me so valuable to the extent that I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I ask that I never devalue myself 
by fear of men, in Jesus' name. No man can devalue me. But I've been purchased by the blood of the Lamb. No man, born of a woman, can devalue me. Because I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. In Jesus' name we pray. Another one. Oh Lord, as from today, I choose to follow your rules and not the rules of man. Oh Lord, as from today, I choose to follow your rules and not the rules of man. I refuse to waste every opportunity for blessing in the name of Jesus. There are different opportunities. Lord Jesus, I refuse to waste every opportunity for blessing. Opportunity comes but once. Father, I refuse in all totality to waste any opportunity that comes my way for blessings. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Oh Lord, give me a spirit that is always willing to obey you this year in Jesus' name. Oh Lord, give me a spirit that we always willing to obey you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help me to do the right thing at the right time. Oh Lord, help me to do the right thing at the right time. Help me to do the right thing at the right In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. So we stand on our feet as we are going to commit our daughter's churches to the hand of God and this church as well. We are going to pray for our daughter churches. We have a daughter church at Ilaru, New Confident Baptist Church. We have uh, New Glory Baptist Church, Yesiota, and Glorious Baptist Church, Bayeku, Ibubu. Shall we present them to the hand of the Lord and ask God to glorify himself in those churches in the mighty name of Jesus.
he has sent us to go there for the propagation of the gospel. But the Bible says, if the Peter so and the Apollo watered, it is in the hand of God to make the truth germinate. Therefore, let us commit them to the hand of God that God will play our own part. We want the development of those churches. Father, come and increase your church, establish your church, multiply them numerically, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray for all the ministers in church. We have Reverend Alade for New Covenant Baptist Church Ilaro, Reverend Moses Bolaniwa for First Baptist Church, Yesiota, and Reverend Uluwande for Glorious Baptist Church, Bayekuibobo. Shall we commit them to the hand of God? They need the wisdom of God, knowledge of God. May the Lord grant them the wisdom to move his church forward in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord grant them the power from above to preach the gospel. May the Lord give them the entrances to preach the gospel and to reach the reachable people in their areas. In Jesus' name we pray. Shall we commit the New Glory Baptist Church at Yao Estate to the hand of God? We want to see the hand of God in this church. As the Lord is directing us day by day through his Holy Spirit, we are grateful unto him, and we don't want him to forsake us. Pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, uphold this church. Empower your servants, the separate in church, Pastor D. Paul Layinka, the wisdom, the knowledge that he needed to move your church forward, grant it to him, O Lord, from above in the name of Jesus. It is not by power, says the Bible, nor by mighty, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. May he giving his spirit more to move his church forward. In Jesus' name, we pray. In conclusion, I will take this chorus. It is not by power, nor by mighty. Holy Spirit, come and help us. Nor by power, nor by mighty. By my spirit, says the Lord. By my, by my, 
the name of Jesus, the owner of the church, the life wire of the gospel, we are grateful unto you for commissioning us to carry on this ministry of evangelism. Lord God Almighty, we pray for your support from above. For it is written, it is not by power nor by mighty. All what we need to succeed in this evangelistic ministry granted to us from above in Jesus' name. We commit all our daughter's churches to thy hand. New Covenant Baptist Church in Laro. New Glory Baptist Church in Yesi Ota. Glorious Baptist Church, Bayeku Igbogbo. Lord God of heaven. You recognize all these churches because it was laid down by your holy name as the author and the finisher of our faith. Therefore, Father, we pray, move all these churches forward in Jesus' name. Amen. 